listener production. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Nick Connellan, Broadsheet's Publications Director, filling in for Kachavaktal. With us in the studio today, we have Joe and Carlo Salinitri and Andrew Manfrey, who together are Sushi Mango. For those who haven't heard of you guys, who aren't fans yet, who haven't seen your videos all over social media, maybe living under a rock, who are you? What are you all about? Mm. Well, we're just uh, three idiots who uh, dress up like our grandparents uh, on weekends and make videos and uh, do stage shows and comedy and everything like that. And um, we seem to have hit a nerve in in Australia and around uh, around the world. And uh, yeah, that's what we do. We we we're, uh, we've adopted the the, uh, the the name of comedians, I guess, yeah. in Australia. We've been going for about eight years now in total. I mean, but the last three or so years. You know, there's been a bit more growth, especially in the last tour that we did, our last national tour. We did a lot of arenas. You know, I don't know if you've heard, but we've we've done the um, we've broken the record for three Rod Labor arenas. Joe sure loves telling everyone. Loves telling everyone. Loves telling everyone. I, I mean, I, I would too. Hey, house record. Just trying to keep a lid on it. Just, just trying to be modest, but it's difficult when you've got. Um, yeah. He's got a really big head. I apologise. But no, look, we we do joke about that. We were blessed enough. We got we got a good fan base, and we we get to play in some large, you know, rooms, which is which is good. But talking about impersonating those parents and aunties and uncles and grandparents, yeah, they're not just any parents. Mm-hmm. They are. They well, first of all, can I say something? Thank yeah. you for saying impersonating. Yeah, because a lot of people say take the piss or mocking. Yeah, and it's that's definitely what we don't do. We do impersonate and we do honour these people that we play. Yeah, you know because they're very dear to us. They're people that have been with us, around us all our lives. Some still with us, some not. You know, mm-hmm. um, so thank you for saying that. Yep. Imitation is the, is the grandest form of flattery. So that's that's how we would like to look that's at right. it. We're, we're we actually... do two Rod Laver arenas, and if I told you, you shut up, please. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> guy. <laughs> three, you said two, man. No, I said three. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. make sure make, make sure it's clear. In three, it was three. Yeah. No, but um, we're of Italian descent, so we we typically uh, act out as Italians. Uh, we have got some Greek characters as well. Joe's married to a Greek, and I'm married to a Lebanese, and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm half. She's half she's English, a, half Italian. Andrew's wife is half Italian, and so yeah, we 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 reenact our parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, um, and uh, yeah, we we uh, yeah, that's what we do. You know what the funny thing is, is, is although like Carlos said, it's predominantly Italian based characters, but they're they're relative to, to to any culture really who came to this country or left their original country. So even though they're predominantly Italian characters, it's we all grew up in the same well, living room. We, we so never really said, we never well, really say any we never, Italian words. Right, yeah. We tried to keep it generic so that everyone could get involved. Um, and we get a lot of lot of fans that are Asian, you know, that are Indian, not even part of Europe, just yeah. just part of the the immig- immigrant that came to the country. Yeah, like so, like yeah. Carl always says, is if you got hit with a shoe growing up, you'll, you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. You'll <laughs> understand. You guys grew up in uh, Bentley East, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Which is not what we, not what I think of as a traditional Italian area. I think mm. more, you know, Carlton, Brunswick, the yeah. inner north. Yeah. Was it? Were there a lot of Italian families around? And you, there were, there, there were, were. But, but there were, but we, I think we think there were no, because but, we didn't grow up in Lalo. No, <laughs> to, 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 to right. understand. No, but see, here's the know? thing. I mean, I, I remember a lot of my my grandma's friends were in the area, but Mrs. Brady was also in the area. 
you know, there were a lot of um, old Australian people that, that were in that area, you know. But, but we were a hop, skip and a jump from uh, Oakley. Yeah. Which is the Greek capital the of Greek uh, capital. Melbourne. Yeah. But was also Italian. The, but the same, same with well. Clayton. Clayton was very Italian as well. Uh, Springvale before... It's become, you know, everyone says it's Asian, but Springvale, there were many Italians down there back in the day. So they all sort of started in in um, Middle Park, Port Melbourne. That's where, where mum and dad, well, my mum came uh, with her parents. They were, in, they were in Middle Park. And then they all sold and they ended up in East Bentley, Bentley, and then obviously on the other side of the river um, to, to be able to grow their veggie patches and, uh, you know, feed their chickens. Well, that's, said that. That, that's literally the reason, by the way, because yeah. they left Port Melbourne and stuff like that because they didn't, there no wasn't land. enough land in the back and they're like, let's go to the la- where we can get larger land and grow these zucchini and cucumbers and, and tomatoes. And have, a, and have a place to park your car. That's it. There are yeah. no driveways in Port Melbourne. But you're right, the mothership really is Laylor, Thomas Town. Reza, everyone always goes, oh, we thought you guys were that's from where it's, That's where it's all at, you know. <laughs> you guys are fake ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomo, Reza, yeah, all those places. But uh, yeah, Bentley boys through and through. Let's talk about the restaurant on mm. Wygon Street. What's it called? It's called Johnny Vincent Sam's, which are the, the ethnic dad characters of Sushi Mango. The characters that we're most known for are the, these three characters, the, the ethnic dads, are Johnny Vincent Sam and... So yeah, we we started a sub brand called Johnny Vincent Sam's that we thought would represent um, you know stuff that uh, we had growing up. We've got a, we got a wine as well, uh, dubbed by that name, and um, it just felt sort of natural to move into the 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 food and the food space because we do a lot of humor. A lot of our humor is based on um, food, you know, because being that we're Italian, we link to food and. Um, and we had a conversation with uh, an old friend of ours, uh, Johnny DiFrancesco from 400 Grady, uh, a while ago, and also Danny uh, from Royal Stacks, maybe five or six years ago. We had we had a conversation, yeah. and it's been in the back of our minds. And yeah, after COVID, we were walking down Ligon Street, and we, we were we were looking at all these empty spaces that were available, and it was heartbreaking because you know that was we've got an emotional attachment attachment to that street being that we're Italian and it's the epicenter for Italians. And um, yeah, as kids, we used to go yeah, we with used to our go families. Nearly every, every weekend nearly we were every there. Saturday, ice uh, creams, pizza. Yeah. You used to get the pizza and walk across the road, get the ice cream, walk up and down the street. And that was your night. Yeah. You know? So um, when we were walking down there, we we're like, oh, this is really heartbreaking to see all this. And, uh, we sort of had, we had a meeting. We we're like, hey, you know, remember that idea we had? Let's try and bring something special back to Ligon Street, and um, let's try and uh, come up with a uh, concept that hasn't really been done before, and that's 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 dear to our heart and dear to the culture. And uh, that's what we sort of did. We we put our heads together, and we 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 um we came up with Johnny Vincent Sam's the restaurant, which is now on on Ligon Street. So yeah. we originally we looked at Ligon Street. We couldn't find what we were looking for on there wasn't availability. I mean, there's so many shop fronts that weren't operating, wasn't appropriate for there wasn't the right size or the right building or the right location. So we kind of went off and we just had, we it, we came back to like it had to it had to be there. So we waited until we found the right the right restaurant, the right the mm. right building and we jumped on it as soon as it came available. Yeah. And I think given that you guys are comedians and you're kind of making your living telling jokes, there's naturally probably an inclination that people think this is a joke restaurant. Mm, absolutely. 100%. But, mm. 
it's very clear when you look at the menu that it's not. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. We talk a little bit first about the look of this place. Who mm. wants to cover that? I've been saying to people that the, the, the restaurant is like a character from Sushi Mango. The restaurant is a character. You can walk in and you can feel like you're in a living room or, or in a, a lounge sushi room. Mango video. Or in yeah, a Sushi yeah. Mango the video. The concept is based on um, going to your nonna and nonna's house. Mm. It's literally like a, a snapshot back in time, uh, in the, like the 70s or 80s. Um, and yeah, so we've, we worked really hard with Mitchell and E. They, they designed uh, Grill Americano. Grill Americano. Grill Americano. Chin, 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 and I think, chin, I think they- I don't want to say the wrong one. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, they're, no, they're, they're a very high powered design. Yeah, they're and they're great. And we sat down with them and we had this concept and we said, we don't want it to be kitsch. Disneyland. We, we don't want it to be Disneyland. We want it to be authentic. Uh, everything that we do and present must be authentic to to the, the customer. And they nailed it. You know, mm -hmm. we sort of, we went through every fine detail in the, the material that we use, yellow stained glass throughout the restaurant, the carpet, the tiles, the the wood grain, like everything was sort of meticulously yep. put together. What sort of carpet are we talking? Uh, what sort of furniture? And Well, it's it's, it's, it's nonna's furniture. Yeah. It's, it's that Franco Gozzo style kind of, but Baroque not quite. It's, 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 look, it's home for many. It's the best way I can describe it. The furniture, the the, the decorations, the, the frames, the plates, the glassware, everything is to simulate that feeling of going home. Even though we all have homes now, it's like our old home. Where it's, it's a very warm, comforting place. And as soon as you walk in there, I do, and everyone says, oh, look at the frame. I used to have that in my kitchen. I look at that clock or look at the carpet or look at the plastic on the tables. And the concept in itself, when you think, it, when you talk about it, shouldn't work. But when it came all together, it works fantastically and it's just a beautiful place to go. Franco Cozzi is a good way to describe it though. <laughs> I think yeah, half it, the furniture in there is, uh, is they, they probably a lot of, a lot of the picture frames too, we, we sort of made sure that we picked the right ones, you know, like there was always the last supper or there was a crying boy or the lady, there's a lady on the tree that everyone had in their house, you know what I mean, or, or a fruit painting of some sort. So you look around, there's a lot of doilies around. There's the, the doily over the, the curtains. Like Andrew said before, the plastic on the tables with the doily under it. It was just, and the carpet is, it's maroon, but it's got these patterns through it. You know what I mean? And and yellow stained glass everywhere. I mm. say it's it's so ugly that it's beautiful. That's yeah. what it is. That's yeah. the best description. That's the best description well, for it. I, I it took if... us ages, like even just to put the knife and fork on, the, the wooden knife and fork and the, the whole wall with the plates on it. it. took us two weeks to figure out how we wanted it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if um, a few first-generation people are having this moment where they're feeling nostalgic about their childhoods. Mm -hmm. There is another restaurant that just opened in Brunswick, Madonna Electric, yeah, which right. also has this Rococo Franco Cozzo vibe going on. Uh -huh. And uh, it's not, you know, parody or any of that. It's a, a genuine first-generation Italian bloke who, who was feeling nostalgic about his childhood. So, Absolutely. Mm. And that's what we've had. We've had, like, I've, I've been in the restaurant and a guy was crying in front of me because his mother just passed away and this just reminded him of his mum. So it was that, mm. that sort of, when that sort of stuff happens, that's, uh, yeah, people are getting emotional. They are. There, which, is, which is, which is kind of a bit like job done type of thing. And I think it's a mixture of what's, you know, the surroundings, the, the decor, but mixed with the actual, the food, mm. the dishes that we're, that we're, that we're serving, are literally just 
the stuff that we had growing up. Mm. Like a lot of Italian food, Italian restaurants, and and it's it's all nice. I'm not saying it's bad, but um, you know what you're sort of going to get in terms of the starters and it's Italian restaurant food. This is Italian home food. It's what we had growing up in the eighties or mm. what you had, what your mum would cook for you, what your normal would cook for you. So, well, I don't yeah. know if you guys have been following Barata Gate, which this week was, uh, there was a big controversial piece on Grub Street, which is a very influential food publication about that Barata is boring. Mm. Ah. So it's quite controversial. Right. And what kind of came out is that in Australia, most restaurants will use local Barata. That's because right. it's, you know, more available, it's cheaper, it's easier to get. You guys are flying it in from absolutely, Italy. yeah, we we absolute top grade stuff. Yeah. It, it ties into what Carl said before. Our brand and that we base our brand on being authentic and being proper and doing the right, doing the right thing, making sure we represent correctly. And how could you put a locally sourced burrata when mm. we're an Italian? written on didn't didn't source didn't give us the. Well, yeah. used to make our own. used to make our own. You know what I mean. So we had to make sure the it was the best of the, the best. Ultimate the, ultimate. the half the issue again was 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 <clears> you, you you wanted to open up a restaurant it has to be authentic can't be like a faster pasta mm. like, yeah, remember, the, remember faster pasta the, or whatever yeah, you know no, um, no offence to those no offence to that but it couldn't built, be like know. that because people will come once get their little kitsch fix and leave this is a genuine solid restaurant that offers you know great culinary experience and, and we can't we can't you know take take that uh, credit no. credit for that because Johnny you know and his team have been doing great things for a long time with the Grady Group, and we're just very lucky to have them part of our partners. Mm. Um, well, that's why we got in business with them. It's mm-hmm. like we don't know, you know, all, how to cook or anything like that. All we said but we, was we want pasta yeah. broccoli, we yeah. want the the, the cotoletta, the but how mum used to make them, small, put two or three on a plate, but they've got to be crumbed the right way and with the parmesan and this, that, the other. So we want that feeling of that home, real home style. But obviously in a, in a restaurant environment, you know. And, and I did notice on the menu, there's a lot of people's names on there, you know. Yeah. The Cotoletta, the Arancini, I think, was another one that had someone's yeah, name. I think it's Angela's, Angela's, Angela's Arancini. I'm not sure. Carmel, Carmela's Cotolette. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Pino, Sam Spezzatino, which is, which is a dish. You've got... Giuseppina's uh, gnocchi. Giuseppina's gnocchi. Yeah. yeah. These are all the names of our characters, by the way. Yeah. So all so, the, yeah. we thought we'd put them in there as well. And there's a couple little cheeky, like, we, you know, we... There's a there's a there's a pizza that's I think it's called for the yeah but you can't say it we can't the, say it for the beep vegetarian <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but you know it's all a nice play and a nice sort of just a reminder that you know you're in a nice fun friendly place but also be able to you know grab yourself some beautiful food yeah and there's a there's a pavlova from next door as well that <laughs> I saw <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is we 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 like pav and um. We're like, how are we going to, they wouldn't typically make Pav, the Italians, but the neighbour, Sharon, would. Mm. So we're like, all right, Sharon, the neighbour, the neighbour's know, Pav. And that's what we're not here. So, and we so Sharon popped over and gave gave the Pav and that, that that's uh, that's what's there for Love everyone it. to eat. So. Yeah, the best thing about it is I think I was actually brought, we, well, I brought my parents there, my aunties, and they all gave it a tick of approval. So you know if you if the oldies are saying, yeah, this food's good, that we're, we're, on, we're on to something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And what about the wine? You're serving your own wine there. Yes, yeah, we are. We're serving our own wine there, plus plus some uh, some other beautiful drops. Um, but the wine, our, our wine's been doing really well. We actually got to get we got to get some more, by the way. We're yeah, sort of sort that out. <laughs> so that's no, it's been it's again been really really um, lucky to be able to blend the two things together. The goal and, the goal is for us with the brand is to have a brand that has 
you know, lots of different tentacles on it, like wine. Uh, we're talking to a few people about coming out with salamis and cheeses and stuff like that. Mm. Breads, biscuits, um, you know, restaurants. Coffee. Coffee. Um, and, yeah, we were lucky enough to get a deal with uh, Dan Murphy's and BWS nationally. So we've got the Moscato and the Sangiovese, which has been going crazy there. And um, we're about to release another three lines. Uh, two Proseccos and a... No, no, a Prosecco, a Rosé and a Tiramisu liqueur. That's the one. Mm. Tell me about that liqueur. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. can't wait. It's, only couple, good. it's in October, right, guys? It's in October. Yeah. It should be coming, coming out. Yep, yeah. just before. What's um, actually in it? Well, that's we, a secret. Well, we, we can't, can't tell you. Have to kill you Otherwise, you, know you, know I mean? you <laughs> make your own and then uh, you'd be a competitor. So we can't, <laughs> we can't discuss that. No, <laughs> it's really nice. Look, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's it's. Well, the guy, I couldn't believe the... It's a bit naive of me, but how much goes into it? The science behind the lab that they've got at mm. AVL, to, they're putting this thing together and we're sort of sitting there with gloves and goggles and we had Carlos really funny with his little hat on because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the hairnet. The yeah, hairnet, yeah. that's the one. And we're watching these guys work and it's just like, I've got to make it a bit thicker. So they're doing this and they're doing that and right. calculating how to make it bigger and it was. But, yeah, no, <laughs> look, we went through a rigorous sort of testing process to make sure we got, Everything right. Again, it has to be right. Otherwise, we won't put Sushi Mango. We're not going to put uh, put their name and put our, 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 our backsides yeah, on the yeah. line if, unless well, it's right. We've so. always said the fourth member is like food. That's of Sushi Mango. Because like Carla said before, it's always in our videos. It's always what we talk about. It's always be this, be that. So when we got some some a level of fame, whatever you want to call it, people would come up to us and give us salamis. Mm. So, you know, other people would get like, you know, <laughs> drugs and stuff like that. Like, hey, you want some drugs? <laughs> we're like, hey, try my cucumber, man. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> All right, cool. So that, that's, that's we're, we're just linked to food. It's just, it's, it's a part of us, part of our DNA, part of our brand. Um, and uh, yeah, so Johnny Vincent Sam's is an extension of, of, of that. So. And the restaurant on Ligon Street, like Carla said before, was, has got a lot of meaning for us, you know. Mm. And what Andrew said, we can't, we could have put it anywhere. But we we just wanted to try and not that we're gonna we're, we're the saviors of Ligon Street. It's that's not not what we're saying. But it's like we just let's let's try and help it help it get back to what it used to be. You know, hey, it hasn't over ago. the years. It's it, it hasn't uh, it's dropped off a little. Uh, it's sad to see, and we want to use whatever whatever uh, yeah, platform whatever, we yeah, have yeah. to to bring a little bit of spark back to the street because it's important. We want to make so. money. We just do a bunch of shows, right? Yeah, so it's, it's a love project. It's really a, a passion, project. a passion project. This one, <laughs> yeah. The amount of time that's gone into it for the returns, you wouldn't do it in a million years. But we yeah. do it because we love it. We love it, and we love to think that uh, we can keep the spirit of uh, multiculturalism and immigration immigrants alive in this country, and maybe be instigate some sort of revival of the of the street with with the help of other people. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's such an important part of Melbourne's story as well. That's right. Yeah. 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 Excited to see what the future holds. Mm. Mm. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you thanks, so man. much. Thanks for having us. Having us so great. You have to we're, come in for a bite. Yeah, we'd love to have you in if you if if you want to. Mm. We would uh No, we force so you. You have to come. We've got no choice now, man. Thanks so much, man. That's it for today. You can stay up to date at any minute of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. Listener.